Hey guys and girls, welcome, welcome to, to Single to Sealed. Sealed. I'm Jerry, your host, and here with me is my co-host and wife, Brianna. As members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, we have dedicated this podcast to helping fellow Christians navigate the treacherous waters of dating all the way to the winding roads of marriage. All are welcome in our podcast family, and we are so excited to have you here with us. Be sure to subscribe, follow, or favorite. Let's talk. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Single to Sealed with your favorite hosts, myself, Brianna, and my husband, Jerry. We're so happy to be here with you guys. We know that we haven't been the most um, steady the past few weeks with sickness, and then last week, my horse emergency that just kind of threw off our entire week. We meant to get an episode out to you guys last week, but just... Once our Tuesday evenings pass us by, it's like the rest of the week is just chaotic. So we have a lot going on in our lives. I don't know if we've talked about this before, but I mean, between the podcast and then also Jerry's full-time normal day daytime job, my job as um, an admin assistant for a real estate company, and also I'm a doula on the side, and I have two births that were... Uh, do this month and one of them happened last week and then on top of that we have puppies in the house still that are going home this week and last week and just a lot happening in our house on top of that we're parents to two toddlers so just it's kind of like never-ending chaos here at our house and so um yeah we apologize for not getting the episode out to you so in short she's basically saying you guys should be happy you get anything yeah we that's part of the reason why i went down to one episode a week is just because we were barely hanging on at two episodes a week and we're still kind of barely hanging on at one episode a week but we're dedicated to the podcast and we're dedicated to you guys and bringing you content and helping fill that void that we feel like is there in the dating world with podcasts so that's why we're here and that's why we do this podcast it really really truly is a labor of love for us And that's a big reason why we always ask you to leave a review if you can and message us and just keep on supporting and listening because we really do this for you. Like we get no monetary benefits from this. We have no like crazy sponsorships or anything. This is all literally for you listening to this episode right now. This is for you. And because we love you and we care about you and we care about your dating life and you having success in it. So just wanted to add that little tidbit in there for you in the beginning of this episode. So as we were discussing what we should talk about, Brianna was doing her, you know, daily Instagram and (laughs) social media perusing, and she came across an interesting idea based on what she saw. And what did you see, Brianna? I saw a woman, and I don't remember who it was because I didn't follow her, but a woman was talking about um, her area of expertise, which was online dating and about how after you get out of a relationship and when you start to date again especially online dating to make sure that you don't have pictures of your exes all over your social medias because it can be really confusing when someone's kind of perusing through your Facebook or your Instagram trying to get to know you more and like get a vibe for you and all they see are pictures of your exes all over it so I thought that was really interesting and so it prompted the idea that I felt like we needed to talk about um, post breakup, like etiquette and what you should be doing after a relationship has ended and kind of how to navigate 
those first like few months or like weeks after the breakup. So we're going to kind of go back to that social media idea in a minute. But first we want to talk about the expectations for uh, what you do after you break up as far as like who needs to know? Like how, how do I tell people who needs to know in the first place? So first and foremost, nobody actually has to really know. <laughs> it's, it's not everyone's business. It's just between you and the person that you broke up with. And if you decide to, like, even if you feel inclined to share your relationship status and that you broke up, it's nobody's business, the details of your breakup, uh, why things happened. Like, you're, you're not required to share with your roommates or your best friend or even, like, your mom why you guys broke up. That's your business, and it's, and it's private. If you want it to be private, it can stay private. Yeah, and so, you know, we're just thinking that in, in many situations, people who you're close with are already going to be people who you're probably going to tell this to already anyways, or people will notice that you're feeling down and they'll ask about it. You know, but if you if you be completely honest, the amount of people that I actually am close with or know very well on my on my Facebook is pretty low, <laughs> especially at this point in my life. I've moved away from almost everybody that's on my Facebook and I'm across the country. And so you're giving this information online about about changing my status to single it just doesn't really do anything yeah so like you we just want to encourage you that it's not necessary to make some big announcement and I feel like a lot of times if we do make a big announcement in retrospect we might regret it a little bit um, this is also a really good time to note that going on Facebook and putting a person on blast is never a good idea even if they completely deserve it even if they're a total d-bag <laughs> and broke your heart and cheated on you or whatever they did, like putting someone on blast, like I said, in retrospect, is never something that you're going to be like, yeah, that was totally worth it. Or like, you're going to feel like that was a good thing to do. Um, It's just nobody needs to know your business. Like this is drama and just stay away from drama. It's just not worth your time and not worth all of the crappy stuff it brings to your life and to those reading it and all of you know just all of the stirring of the pot that happens now if it ended for like a more serious reason of course um like assault or something like that yes of course like share that get authorities involved that kind of thing but if it's like just like petty drama don't bring everybody into that that's just it's so petty for lack of a better word and so in summary like you don't need to be blasting it all over social media. When you go to change your relationship status from engaged or in a relationship to single, you can always make it so it doesn't show on anyone's timeline. You can make it private. And I highly recommend, we both highly recommend you do that because nobody needs to know your business. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, anybody who really feels like they want to know can ask you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if it comes up in conversation, you know, they then you can talk about it. But... I mean, I don't really see a personal need to write a whole essay about why I broke up with somebody, you know, on social media. So, I mean, I guess if you if that's something you really, really, really feel <laughs> inclined that you have to do, just know that, you know, it's your personal life and there's plenty of drama, you know, already that's happening in the world. And you probably don't want to put your own personal life's drama out there, too. Yeah. And just remember that you have the right to set boundaries. Like, even if your mother or your sister or your best friend wants to know all about your juicy relationship details 
you can set a boundary and just say, you know, I don't really want to discuss it with you, um, but I appreciate your concern. And if I ever decide that I do want to share what happened, I'll let you know. But at this time, I don't feel like talking about it. It's as simple as that. Um, And you don't have to discuss that kind of stuff with anyone that you don't want to. Yep. And so since we already kind of brought it back to that idea of posting online, we're going to talk about those social media pictures that we had brought up in the beginning. And that's that, like Brian was saying, you know, it, it could affect kind of some of your opportunities that you have in your dating experiences. If you just imagine that you're you're going to date somebody and people do their, um, what's, what's the word? Their uh, perpetual? No, 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 no. What's the word like for somebody that they just have to do it? They do it every single time. Um, required. Yeah, they're required. Social media digging. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, so someone does their required digging and they go on to, to, to stalk you, <laughs> as people use the word, and they just see a bunch of pictures of your last relationship that you're in. I think that could be a little bit off-putting. And I think I want to insert something right here and just say, we, let's talk about why that's off-putting. Because, like, we didn't originally put that in the plan to talk about in this episode, but I think it's important to talk about why that might be a turnoff. So just a few things came to my mind as he was talking about that right there was, number one, like, put yourself in the shoes of someone, or maybe you've had this experience, and you've been looking into someone and see, like, X X's pictures on there. Number one, it can be super confusing. You're like, so are they still together? Like, are they still harboring, like, feelings for this person? Like, are they still trying to cling on to this relationship? Um, Am I going to have competition with this person? Um, Then you start to wonder, like, how recent was this breakup? And, like, are they still friends? Like, all these things are going to be circulating in your mind. And then on top of that, you're wondering, like, is this person, like, should I should I even get in a relationship with someone if they are still keeping all these photos on here? And then I know as a girl, I don't know if guys, Jerry can tune in in a second, but as a girl, I feel like I would compare myself instantly to whoever they had been dating and think like, am I, am I pretty enough or am I good enough or am I his type? Like, should I even bother? And all those things can instantly cause someone to like write themselves off or immediately be turned off from wanting to talk to you more. Yeah, I was going to say girls probably do that too, but I didn't want to be the one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys guys will do that too, but, you know, especially especially girls. So, yeah, I agree with that. And I think also it will bring you down that rabbit hole of being like, oh, his ex. And then you're starting to look at, like, his ex's profile and, like, see all everything about them. And it just it's just so unnecessary. Just if you really want to keep the photos, if you want the memories, like, keep them in your phone or, like, upload them to your laptop or something, save them somewhere. Or you can even archive them on Instagram. If you didn't know that, you can archive posts so that they're saved so you can see them, but like no one else can see them. If you really want to keep them, do that, but they should be removed from your Facebook. How quickly after a breakup, Jerry, do you think you should remove your photos with the person from your Facebook? This is an honest question. I'm curious what your answer is going to be. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it has to be like immediate. Like, as soon as you break up, you're like, I'm immediately going to Facebook and I'm taking this one off and this one off and this one off. Again, remember, most people that are on your social media at this point don't even know that you guys have broken up. Mm-hmm. So it's not like there's an immediate expectation, mean, assuming you didn't put them on blast or you didn't yeah. announce it to everybody. You know, so you have time. Like You have time to think about the breakup and maybe you don't want to have to do that. Maybe you're already hurting 
and you don't want to have to go to social media now <laughs> and immediately start removing all these memories that you had you know so i don't know that's kind of tough i don't i don't think it needs to be um immediate but you know i'd, I'd say you know give it a week I'd say at least before you start putting yourself back out there, they need to be off of your page. So, like, even if it takes you, like, a month to take them off of your page, like, I don't, like Jerry's saying, I don't think you should feel like it needs to happen immediately. And unless the other person is saying, like, hey, this is making me uncomfortable, like, you should remove this, I think you're fine to leave them up for however much time you need to in order to process the breakup and to move on. And to not, like, bring tons of hurt to yourself. Um, Like Jerry said, like, that night that you break up doesn't mean you have to go home and, like, delete everything and just have to deal with all of that in one night. It's definitely not required. Yeah, well, like I said in the beginning, you know, everyone else, your business, you know, isn't really everyone else's. You know, so, you know, I, I had said, you know, at least a week because I think that after you have broken up and you do have people that know you've broken up, and then they're, your, your closer friends are going to be like, why the heck do they still all over your social media? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so it's commu- confusing for your friends, too. And your closer friends might be like, are you trying to hold on to this? You know, so I think it's just also a necessary part for you to be able to move on. Definitely. You know, as a healing thing. So the quicker you do it, the better. Okay, so now we are moving on to how to navigate the new relationships we have formed from the person that we are dating. So that could be in the form of friendships or also becoming close with the family of the person we are dating. So we want to talk a little bit about what to do with those relationships now that we have them. So a lot of this is based in how long you've been dating this person. If you guys have been dating for like a year plus or like close to a year, I mean, you could have some pretty solid friendships that you formed with their friends or family that you've been spending a lot of time with is what we assume. If you've only been dating a couple months, maybe not so much. Maybe you haven't met the family yet or you've only met like the closest members of the family and friends. So you haven't kind of dug your roots in that deep yet. Um, So this is all very personal and could vary from relationship to relationship. But when it comes to the person's friends that you have now broken up with, like what do you do? Well, no, I, I like, like Brianna was saying, I think this situation comes um, differently for everybody. I know, I think everybody that I was in a relationship with, like the friends that I gained that were their friends, like we were strictly friends. It was like surface level. Yeah, surface level. Like we're strictly friends because of that relationship with that person, with that individual. And so I didn't really feel inclined to keep many of those relationships or, you know, stay good friends with somebody afterwards. You know, but uh, and Brianna's been in the opposite situation where she's actually has developed uh, a relationship that did exist outside of that relationship and a good relationship with the, um, with the friend that was able to be maintained. Yeah, and so this came from a relationship that I had that went on for about a year plus and had started as a relationship just as friends. So I was friends with this person and their friends and we like all hung out in a friend group. And so I had formed like pretty good friendships with a lot of the people that this person I was dating was friends with as well. And so when we did break up and go our separate ways, I actually still maintained a relationship with um, the guy I dated, his best friend. Um, And we hung out and like kept in contact. We're like still Facebook friends and I've messaged him over the years and we've chatted He's like married now and has his own cute little family. And so like I've kept in contact with them because of that, because I had formed a friendship outside of the relationship that I was in. 
And so all of these situations, like I mentioned, are very individual. And truly, you need to ask yourself, do I have a relationship, relationship with this friend, like a friendship with this friend aside from the relationship that I was in? And is this something that I really want to maintain? Do I, and if I want to maintain this friendship with them, is it purely because I like them as a person, not because I'm trying to keep tabs on my ex? So, I mean, it's a good time to be really honest with yourself and ask yourself, is it truly because I like this person or because I'm doing this out of a way to still stay in contact with my ex? Or, or to spite, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like you could try to maintain those relationships to try to take their friends in yeah. some in some instances. I'm I'm assuming that has happened, or can happen as well. So another situation we wanted to talk about was dealing with parents. Now, or like siblings or close family, like members of this person you dated. Yeah. So Brianna brought up this idea, and I was like, really? Like this happens? Because I I personally just can't think of this situation happening (laughs) but I guess it does so Brianna why don't you go ahead and talk about it oh yeah so I was just chatting with Jerry about this before we recorded about how I have a really close friend who she dated this guy for like two almost three years I think in high school and became really integrated and really close with his like mom and like stepdad and like his younger and older siblings like she was like basically a part of the family and they were like they're gonna get married like she was just very loved by his family and so when they broke up his family like still texted her and kept in contact with her and like had her over for dinner when he wasn't there and like recently like they've been broken up for like like six to eight years now And she's, like, moved states and everything. And she, like, went back to visit this state that he lives in, his family lives in, and literally went over to his house for dinner, like, his old house, because he's, like, married now. And, like, his family was saying stuff like, oh, we wish he'd married you because his new wife is horrible. And, like, basically talking crap on, like, his new relationship to her. And so that kind of brought up this idea that I was telling Jerry about, like, what happens when, like, you're family really loves your ex and like your ex really loves your family and then I was chatting with him about how I read this thing on reddit it was a couple weeks ago about how this family invited it was like the bride to be was or the bride was writing on reddit about how her ex or her current husband's ex was invited to their wedding by his family and like showed up and like it had been like his high school sweetheart ex and like the family just adored her and like always wanted her to marry him and not this new bride so like yeah we just we thought that was a good thing to talk about in this episode because it's really rough to navigate this especially if you become really close with the family and I feel like in the only situation where this is appropriate for you to maintain this relationship is if like wild example let's say you guys grew up next to each other like your entire childhood and like your parents are besties and like you know you guys are really close friends like all your family or something Now, that would be a different case, but I really feel like out of respect for the person you dated and whatever new relationships they might have, that it's better for them and actually healthier for you to let go of those relationships, even if you really, truly love their family. No, I I definitely agree with that. (laughs) Like I said, I, I, I think that's weird. I didn't think that's something that could possibly happen in the first place. So... You know, it's definitely better and more appropriate for you to break off those relationships in a nice way and just say, you know, we had a lot of really good times and, you know, I hope what's best for your son 
you know, our daughter and, um, and move on, <laughs> just move on and have them focus on building new, new and, you know, similar connections with the other person, because if they're holding on to you, you know, and still holding out for you and maintaining this friendship with you, they're always comparing you to the other person. Exactly. And really to have a good, healthy breakup, you need closure on both ends. And sometimes that unfortunately means closing chapters on friendships that you've made during a relationship, Um, especially when it's something as close to home as family friendships. Um, And that's what's truly best for you and what's best for them. So just going to end that with that right there. Um, And our last thing we wanted to hit today was dealing with the person you've broken up with and how to navigate that well. So what's the post-breakup etiquette, Jerry? Yeah, so short and sweet here, just as you break, as you break up, this decision that's happened together, right? Or, I mean, I guess it doesn't have to be. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody can break up with you and just say sayonara. You know, either, either way, it's best that you keep your distance. Keep your distance, give the other person space, you know, respect those choices, respect those decisions, you know, however that may happen. Yes, like we've talked about in this episode, you know, closure, clean breaks, and boundaries. Boundaries is also a really important thing. When you are breaking up or like immediately post-breakup, having those conversations, even though they're hard, about what your boundaries are for this breakup. And also laying down your expectations. Even in breakups, expectations are really important. If they have a sweater of yours that you really love, that you want back tell them you want it back if you guys are engaged and there's a lot more involved like wedding planning has been started and rings have been given and like all this stuff like there's going to be a little bit more involved in the breakup so make sure you're talking about what your expectations are for the other person and for yourself in this breakup and laying down boundaries like um I don't want you to you know call me anymore whatever that may be like doing all of those things in the breakup is going to help it move a lot more smoothly and also for you to feel um, feel that closure and that clean break that you're looking for. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with that, especially that idea that yeah, <laughs> giving stuff back. We were kind of joking about this before. I was like, so, you know, if, if I had been gifted like a, you know, a Nintendo Switch or something from the, from the person I was dating and we broke up, like, I'm not giving you that back. <laughs> like, you gave it to me as a gift. And so we're just laughing about that. We're like, well, you can't just give back every single thing they ever gave you. You know, and so it's definitely good to, to talk about that so there's no hard feelings. And that's very clear, you know, what, what you want back. Because, you know, if that person does say, you know, I really want back this thing that I gave you. I mean, I guess that's <laughs> that's what it is. But, you know, don't don't be petty. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't be petty with things that you want to get back. Be reasonable say, you know, you gave them these gifts out of good measure, and if they don't really have sentimental value, you know, or you really, really need them back, like, like, come on, just let it go. <laughs> I think just to summarize all of this, just try to navigate, like, all your breakups with a bit of poise and, like, respect for yourself and for the people you're dating. Remember that they are ch- children of God, just like you, and even if you end on bad terms, um, you can still make good things out of the bad terms you can still try to leave the relationship as respectfully as you can and try to be a good communicator and try to respect boundaries and um, give each of you closure so if you do that moving on to your next relationships will be so much easier and you will learn a lot more about yourself and feel a lot more confident going into your new relationships knowing you've closed those previous chapters and you've closed them well 
Yep, I support that. And, you know, just the way that we approach this and trying our best to be good and, and to end these relationships in the most positive way is, I, I really think, the way that God would want us to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, in, in the spirit of being kind to our neighbors and being loving and, you know, trying to be more like Christ. And I think that translates to this as well. You know, just always keep that in mind of who we are and who we try to represent and emulate every day. And I think that also will help us be more successful in our transitions out of these unfortunate but sometimes necessary breakups. If you enjoy Single to Sealed, be sure to invite your friends to help our podcast family grow. If you haven't subscribed, followed, or favorited, be sure you do so you don't miss out on any of our great content. Thank you for joining us today as we help you move one step closer to sealing the deal. We'll We'll see see you you next time. time.